We have a saying around here. Oh, yeah? Yeah, no brains, no headache. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, boys. What's up? What's up? Damn, son, where'd you find this? No Brains, No Headache podcast, episode 172. We're back after a week off hiatus, which was well-deserved, so we have plenty to talk about after taking a little time off the old recording here in the stooge. Uh, I'm here joined with my co-host, longtime friend, confidant, Matt Cleary. I'm Jordan Weichel. I'm going to be your host today, uh, and we're damn glad to be here. Matt was juiced up, a little bit jazzed about recording tonight. And uh, here he is, live in the flesh, before you know it. Matt, how are you? I'm doing great. And I want to just say that this podcast has grown so much because there was times where it's like, we need to put out an episode. And I know for a fact if we would have put out an episode last week, it would have been so fucking terrible. Yeah, learning to take a little bit of time off every once yeah. in a while. You know, uh, after the comedy show that we had, uh, and then, you know... One half of the show got after the drinks in, in a certain way that just led to maybe a, a Monday off. You know what I mean? And, I mean, it happens. I mean, I, I had the Monday off. I needed to take it. Let me tell you something funny to get started. Uh, so on 4th Street here in Bismarck, there is a Winnebago parked on the street. And it is right up next to the sign that says, like, no parking from here to the corner. Exactly, well, as it should be. But it is a Winnebago, so it is sticking out, like, even if it's just flush to the curb. Uh, so I drove by today, and then, like, how traffic was, I managed to stop right next to the Winnebago. I look over, and the rearview mirror hanging off the driver's side is just dangling there. <laughs> It probably didn't even get hit. It's just been like that for years. I was like, wow, this jackass is really sticking out. And then I noticed, I'm like, well, he is within the legal lines of the sign. So uh, definitely a hit and run. I'm sure some sort of jacked up diesel truck just came by and took care of the rear view window. And I'm like, this is classic podcast material right here. I just drive around town. I get exactly what I need. Honestly, I would be so mad if it happened, but I kind of want it to happen. Like, you park on a busy street and you open your door and some guy going by just takes it off. Like I would be so like a Tommy boy situation. Like, yeah, no injuries involved, no harm, but just the funny fact that like the thing that only happens in movies happened to you. Well, I was going to bring it up actually later in the show, but I slammed my arm in my own car door this morning. Yeah, you are a little, you're bruising already. Yeah. A little bruised up, buddy. I had like my laptop bag which was dumb because I like brought my laptop home and do a single thing at work. But I like it like caught and I slammed the door and just and I'm like, God, I hope no one saw that because I was just like, mother fuck. You know, I'm sure there's listeners out there right now who are wanting me to comment on the fact that you just called it a laptop, but I'm not going to. To each their own. It is yours. You can call did, it whatever did, you did, want. Did you know what's worse? I always have to correct my spelling of it because I spell it L-A-B-T-O-P. And technically, I was thinking about it. I'm like, you could have a lab table, and it's on top of oh, it. It's a laptop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm is sure. it laptop? I believe it's laptop, meaning yeah, you can just kind of have that anywhere. You're sitting on the couch. 
Yeah, sometimes surfing the web. All right, well, hit me with this. What did you think of Comedy Night Five? Uh, Comedy Night Five. I'm glad that it finally arrived. I, I had to take a moment to be like, "Holy shit, we've done five of these shows already." And I mean, you know me. I I'm not generally competitive, but when it comes to uh, business and entertainment. If it wasn't a hit and it didn't keep working, I wouldn't keep doing it. So uh, we've had five successful shows, No Brains, No Headache, throwing on the production of stand-up comedy here in Bismarck. Uh, so that was cool in itself that, wow, we're already at five of them. Um, and I'm glad we've definitely learned a lot right away. You could get spooked by what the numbers are looking for attendance-wise, but had a dynamite crowd. Uh, I think they were super into it. I loved our lineup. Uh, had to audible a little bit, put you as the opener slash host. I'll be honest, I did fuck up hosting right away because I went <laughs> up there and I had like this list of like things and I was like, I got up there and just, and just I was like, froze. I was like, uh, uh, and I was like, who has the bar? Who has the bar? Uh, get drinks at the bar. And I was like, oh my God, I'm an idiot. But and then we, I got, and then I got like the. I was so worried about the joke part. I forgot that I had to like read off of us. Like, I it was right there, and I was just like, duh. I would say, I wasn't listening to you in the playback in the green room, but because I was just talking to the other comedians, and it's funny when the show starts in the green room, like beforehand, everyone's kind of sitting around having a beer, bsing. When the show starts, everybody stops talking and like gets up and paces around, or at least I was and in the lineup we had this time, but, uh, but you, you've messed it up. Apparently I didn't I, notice. I, I mean, it, it was, it was like good comedy. Cause I went up there and I was like, welcome to no brains, no headache comedy night five. Uh, <laughs> didn't you change shirts though? As yeah, well, had yeah. a wardrobe change. Yeah, I, I Professional did. move. Yep. Veteran move. Yeah. And I don't think I'm ever going to wear that first shirt again. I just don't like the way it fit. Clippers nation. No, uh, that was actually, I did a second, shirt change you did two wardrobe i went from clippers nation to a corduroy button-up to defund human resources yeah the defund human resources shirt is dynamite so definitely keep that one on the roster for the time being but um it was a good time i liked our lineup like i said it was you uh we had pedro franco a rather new face in the in the comedy scene around the area he did a dynamite job i thought uh, thank you. Uh, so heard plenty of good things about him. We had Zach Rittenhouse back, a Fargo product, a Wapiton product, bought lots of Wap Briggs. Dude, dude, I have to say something about Zach. Zach's like the man. And <laughs> so we went out to the bar afterwards, and then Zach was staying at my house. And I kind of like came to, because I was pretty fucking wasted. And I like came to Friday night, Saturday morning. And Zach and I are playing ping pong in my living room. And it is 4 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there was a few things happening a few hours after that that I'm not going to get into for the sake of privacy, but <laughs> so funny. <laughs> it's like, what in the fuck? Yeah, you and I are terrible influences on these people. It's just like they have other responsibilities in lives to live, and then 
we invite them to do comedy with us, and apparently all judgment and reason goes out the window. Well, on a bright note, we didn't smoke weed, or no one smoked weed in the green room. Yeah, was told very clearly to not smoke in the green room. Shout out Dave. He didn't come, so ironically, it didn't happen. We still did, but just didn't get caught this time, which was... Which was great, but thank you to everybody who came up to Comedy Night Five. Um, no, I really enjoyed it. Honestly, twenty four hours before showtime, you know, you and I met up, and I was like, I just, I kind of had a bit of a mental break down and uh, a bit of a depression, <laughs> and I came over to the studio to like tidy yeah. up, and I was like, this isn't great. Yeah, usually it's pretty light when Jordan and I meet up in the studio. We're like, we're just gonna run through some jokes, shoot the shit. And I was like, how you feeling about your set? And you just like looked at me and you're like, not good. And I was like, okay. And it's not that I didn't think the jokes were funny. It was a matter of me remembering them and delivering them in a funny way. But I prevailed. I pulled it out of my ass. What, what I did find out this time around of doing shows was uh, adrenaline is a serious chemical. Uh, because I think without that, I probably would have fucked it up. I remembered about 95% of my jokes. Like, there's a couple small lines that I missed, but I still uh, was able to manage. Uh, there's also a projector screen there, so I decided to incorporate the projector screen into my bit. That and, crushed. Uh, yeah, I think it crushed. So just trying to do something different on stage besides, you know, stand up there and a lot of dick jokes. But, you know, we're going to get past that. We're going to get past that. I want to give a shout out uh, to your girlfriend who broke a chair during my set. Yeah, I was I was listening to the playback then, and you were middle of a joke, kind of heard like a crunch of some sort, and you're and then you I could I was only knew how, what was going on through the playback and you talking yeah. into the microphone. I was like, you broke that chair, didn't you? And she's like, no. And I was like, it's on the ground. <laughs> yeah, definitely had a bit. Um, of a malfunction. I mean, I mean it, was, it was it was a great like it added to the show. Like I love like that little bit of crowd work. The drunkest human being in the planet. If Dakota is listening, he's my boy. Yeah, he shit was... faced. <laughs> and uh, that yeah, that was another learning curve. Uh, having to do a comedy set while there's some drunk guy in the crowd who just comments on everything oh, you yeah. say. He like finished a punchline on one of my jokes, and I was like, sweet. <laughs> I did get a compliment on my crowd work, and I'm like, okay, well, all my crowd work was making fun of the one drunk guy who wouldn't shut up the whole time, and well, I think that's probably usually how it goes, but uh, overall, really good crowd. I was very happy with the turnout, um, and I got some good pictures out of it to kind of remember that uh, experience all around, so Comedy Night 5 in the books. It, it, isn't that crazy how it works? You, you, you work towards uh, just getting the show and say you do like 20 minutes on stage, even a half hour. There's so much more time and preparation that goes into it and leading up to it. It kind of drags on. And then it's just bad to say that I'm like, I'm like when it's over, I'm like, I'm kind of glad it's like, I'm like up until like the day before the show. I'm like, I'm just have like looking forward to it being over. Oh, I mean, I've thought of it in like a, even a professional athlete sense of, how much time are you actually playing the game that matters as opposed to all the practices and training and studying and preparation that goes into it? So it's, I'm not saying we're professional athletes, but you do get that satisfaction of working very hard towards something and it may be short and sweet, but as long as it's swift, you're good to go. Uh, give me your comparison to your comedy career in an NFL player. 
Well, um, preparation going in. I have an idea in my head who yours is and who mine is. Oh, you want me to compare it to a player? Yep. Uh, like you are the blank of comedy. Let's see. I would maybe say something along the lines of I'm getting Tampa Bay Buccaneers vibes. I would say I would compare myself to either Jameis Winston or a Baker Mayfield, where it's just like, yeah, I don't know if this guy is any good. And then every once in a while, it's like, holy shit, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to give a way different answer for what that. Was, you uh, but, but on the, I mean, you asked me no, on the spot here, yeah, man. But I it's, I mean, I, I just thought of this too. But I, and for the exact same reasons you just said, but I was going to say Fred Smoot. Oh, retired. Yeah, like he could be retired. For, he, was for, he a defensive back for the uh, Washington? He was Redskins. the the love boat, the Vikings love oh. boat guy. But he'd also like have like a two or three interception game. You're like, where the hell did that come from? Okay, uh, yeah, good comparison because that's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah. Like, and like the Jameis sense, it's like every once in a while you see him doing ridiculous things, like off the field or in the locker room. And it doesn't translate to the field at all. But whenever he sees the field, it's like, wow, there's there's something there. It's not absolutely terrible. Like it's, it's like I, that guy can't read, but <laughs> apparently he can read a an offense pretty well. Who would? What would yours be? I I went right away to Marshawn Lattimore, which is a real deep cut, awesome in college, but broke every single bone in his knee. <laughs> Which I don't know why, because nothing has happened to me, and nothing probably will happen to me. Are you saying your comedy career has already peaked? If we're in the technically the pros now, you are past your prime. Is that what you were saying? I don't know why I went to. I all I'm seeing in his head is like his knee flopping over, like or like a Melvin Gordon had like one good season. Yeah. It's like a Todd Gurley that if he ends up on a team, you're like, wow, he could really do something. Once but he's again, not. if you're if you were comparing yourself to Todd Gurley, are you saying that your prime is well behind you? All right, well, give me like a Arch Manning's sister. And Todd Gurley is a sad story. He was so good for like a couple of years. So was Melvin Gordon, and then apparently just had arthritis in his entire body. <laughs> <laughs> what is he a thousand? Apparently, in NFL years, yes. Oh, God. You know when you get an email from someone or like they call them like, hey, this is Ernest. It's like, oh, my God, how old are you? Or did your parents just hate you and watch Ernest Goes to Jail a lot? Uh, Ernest Goes to Jail, great film, by the way. But that's what would, would be my comparison for us, our co NFL comedian comparison. Okay. Um, tax season is here, which means... It's my favorite time of year. And when I say tax season, I mean Matt Cleary tax season. I do my taxes in October. Don't file for an extension. The IRS isn't listening because no one really is. But, but best time of the year, and you know why and how I know? You can put beer in your car at night, and in the morning it's cold, but it doesn't explode. I, I was having a similar thought of how to dress this time of year if you're kind of in and outside season. a lot. Yeah, sweatshirts. In the mornings, season. it's sweatshirts and kind of bundle up just a touch. By the afternoon, it's like, why am I so hot right now? It is blazing hot out here. I love it. This is fall is in the air. So is football. Yep. So is me sucking at everything that relates to football. That we'll get into later. 
But it's October. Yes, and let's get into Cleary's comments, shall we? Okay. Let's party. Real quick, I just want to say thank you to everybody watching us on YouTube. Right? In case you didn't know, you can check out the podcast on YouTube. You can watch Matt and I sit here and verbally harass ourselves, mindlessly entertaining. Just go to YouTube, type in No Brains, No Headache Podcast. Uh, you can subscribe to our page. And Matt does a great job of getting it up there. So thank you to all of our YouTube uh, uh, viewers. Viewers, a new word. Yeah, if anyone watches and tell me how many beers I drink on YouTube, I'll give you $5. There you go. Incentive. Let's get into Cleary's comments. Uh, I So after getting absolutely shit-faced on the first day of October, I was like, you know what? Maybe I should do Sober October. You know what? Challenge myself. Oh, sounds familiar. Copycat. Uh, yeah, but you have some sort of resolve. Here's how I broke <laughs> down. <laughs> uh, I was at some sort of art gala. Um. Is it gala or gala? Do we get down to the bottom who, of that? Who cares? It sucks, and I never want to go to another one. Okay. Um, but I went there, and I was like, not drinking. This is, like, October 5th or 4th. Like, I'm, like, four days in, three days in, if you count me getting shit-faced on October 1st. I, and I am. I am counting that. Okay. But so I would have to go past Halloween or up to Halloween because that would be 30 days. Um, but... I go into this gala, and I'm like, they don't have, like, a bar. It's just, like, a bunch of wine that they pour. And I was like, do you have any non-alcoholic options? And the guy's like, there's water on the table. And then, you know what? I was like, I don't think I could do Sober October. <laughs> Got a glass of wine. I hate wine, and that's what broke it for me. One guy saying, there's water on the table. And I was like, you know what? If they offered you a DC, that being Diet Coke in the moment, do you think you could have? I think so. Shaken like, off the. I th if urge? they would have given me like a Lacroix, yeah, I could have. Because I literally went there for like two and a half, three hours, and then had like two glasses of wine, then went and hot tubbed at my brother's, and literally, it's like I did not need to break that, but you know what? Back on the wagon, and all it took was. We don't have very many or any non-alcoholic options. So like you can go to the janitor's closet and run the hose. <laughs> not a bad idea. <laughs> it's not, not the worst. I bet it's had. really cold. Usually janitor closet uh, sinks or faucets, they get either really hot or really cold. But it's also a janitor's closet. <laughs> yes. So yeah. Might run it through a filter. It was a new building. Give so it a maybe boil. It was a new building, so maybe no one's shit in the janitor's closet yet. Uh, I mean... It's usually how they break them in. All good janitors do, but what do I know about janitors? Uh, yeah, wine breaking you down. It's pretty interesting, Matt. So my next go at it that I'm going to fail at, just giving you guys a forewarning. It's not a great time of year to start sobriety. but um, Dry January is coming up, and uh, does it count if I'm drinking after New Year's Eve? So your birthday is on the 31st. And we're at the bar, say, and it's 1230, and I have a beer. Well, let me tell you something I learned about my little sobriety challenge, and it's up to you, Matt. Okay. Like, unless this is, unless you're in court ordered, because you got a D-dub and blew four times the legal limit, then you can do whatever you want. This is up to you, buddy. Yeah. Well, I would say maybe even start on, like, January 6th, so at least you like, can have a beer on your birthday. 
Cards on the table, even if it was court-ordered, I don't think I would make mm-hmm. it. Not that I'm an alcoholic. It's just like, what am I going to do on a Monday? Yeah, now I have to sit at home all the time. What do I do at home all the time? Yeah, it's like... a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I did a shitload of Sudoku. And drink. <laughs> Dude, I'm the LeBron James at Sudoku. And drinking. <laughs> Which is pretty much saying I'm not good at a lot of things. There's nothing in the rule book that says you can't play drunk. No, actually there is. Um, how how was your sober month? You you made it through. You came out the other side with some exceptions. I'll be honest, my dad said, Yeah, it doesn't really count because Jordan took samples at work and I was like, whatever. Well, let me let me let me defend myself real quick here, okay? It was a sobriety uh, challenge, if you will. So it, and it, to be it, fair, I didn't get drunk for one whole month. Yeah, did I have sips of alcohol? Yes, I did, but I didn't get drunk for the whole month. Like even that uh, day where I kind of got out of control with the samples, <laughs> I <laughs> I wasn't feeling anything. I was like honestly just trying not to like waste them, I guess, and and make my customers feel better about what their purchase may or may not be. Uh, but sobriety update. It's over, baby. Let's drink. Uh, Matt offered me a beer before recording, and I said, yes, please. That sounds lovely. I'll have two. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Cheers, Matthew. Just spill it all over the roadcaster. Podcast is over because we have a drinking problem. But what I did learn is going sober uh, is a lot like doing CrossFit or having celiac disease. Uh, you immediately tell every single person about it. Just way out of context, too. First rule of going sober, never shut up about the fact that you're going sober. Yeah, that was me for sure. Uh, it does give you, I, in general, I hate being the person when people are like, hey, how's it going? What's new? I hate when I and other people say not much or same old, same old. It's like, okay, there's got to be, if there's nothing new in your life, it sounds boring as shit. I wonder why we have such bad mental illness problems in this country because we're so fucking boring. I'll be honest. If people ask me how I was doing and I was at a bar and because usually they associate us together and they'd be like, what's Jordan up to? And like literally within three sentences of me talking to someone, they'd be like, yeah, Jordan's taking the month off of drinking. It's like, how is my life not that interesting? The third party is yeah. bringing it up. <laughs> Let me tell you what Jordan's up to. He's going to have a niece in a couple months. Here. Yeah. Well, I even... Uh, Don't worry about me. We got the bison on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> you know that quote, that's that's a deep cut, Friday Night Lights, Buddy Garrity. Well, honestly, when people ask about you, I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, ask him. <laughs> we just text about being angry all the time and then meet up once a week and yell into a microphone. Uh, but the sobriety was good. The funny thing is um, I had a couple public speaking engagements, if you will. And at one of them, of course, during the thing I mentioned, that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I think at the time I was 23 days sober. So I like, of course, you know, CrossFit, celiac disease, sobriety. I mentioned it in the speech. Uh, and then somebody came up to me afterwards and was like really like endearing and genuine, genuine and was just like, Hey, good good job on twenty three days sober, and I'm just like, thanks. Did they think and you in were my like head, a recovery? Yeah, now? Okay. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't think they understand what I'm doing yeah. here. In seven days, I'm fully getting back on the sauce. Hashtag back on the sauce. Started the campaign, um, and then of course, 
I uh, I made a post, you know, and it said, quote, 30-day sobriety challenge with the green checkmark emoji. Time to get back on the sauce. And somebody asked me, they commented and were like, did you just start? Or are you just finishing? And I'm like, well, the check mark and the huge beer in my hand would indicate that I have completed the challenge. You know what's worse? What did my mom comment on that? Um, good luck, like going into it. Yeah, like good luck, as in maybe she's saying good luck with you starting to drink again. Maybe, and I mean, but in their defense, <laughs> in their defense, I did odd days. It was like August twenty eighth because I think that was a Monday, and I'm like, this would just be a lot easier if I just started on a Monday to what is it like September twenty sixth or something like that. So I get it, but when you have like a forty seven ounce beer in your hand. And you have a big old shit grin on your face because you're just... Uh, that was my first drink. Like, I took a picture and I ordered the biggest beer I could on purpose. <laughs> I was just like... Some people just um, cannot figure it also, out. Also, let's talk about that day because I cannot say, like, no to anything, even if it's a joke. And uh, so I got a 32-ounce beer and I went there and I was like, Oh, can I get another beer but, like, a smaller one? And the guy, all he said was, are you sure you don't want another 32-ounce one? And that's all it took to be like, you know what? Yeah, well, I helped with that one, too. Uh, you were like, you ordered that, and I kind of gave the the look of like, the hell, what the hell's going on here, man? You feeling all right? I, uh, It's like one time I got picked up from the bar, and I was just shit-faced. And I was like, I need to get my tab. One time? Well, uh, every friday and saturday but um my roommate now come we weren't roommates at the time but he comes in picked me up and like, let me get my tab and it was like nine tall beers and one short and he's like why'd you get one short and i was like after two beers i thought i was leaving he's like then you had seven more tall beers and i was like man things got away from me oh my sweet jesus uh i was also reintroduced to hangovers because if you can't calculate it, if you're scoring at home, when you get sober for 30 days, you also don't get hungover for 30 days. Uh, and then I attended a wedding just this past weekend. Uh, I got a so you dropped me off there. I was like, okay, I'm getting a sober, you know, driver doing it responsibly. That's what we're all about. You're, hey, have a good time, but do it responsibly. And so I'm like, well, I'm gonna get after the sauce and. A North Dakota thing. Apparently, it's just in North Dakota. There's such thing as a red-eye room at weddings. And we've talked about this before, but just a quick re-explanation for those who may not know, our loyal listeners and viewers out there. Uh, a red-eye room is a hotel room at like the wedding venue or just a separate room where there is a shitload of homemade hooch, like uh, red-eye, apple pie, root beer schnapps. Uh, it, cream it's, a, it's essentially Everclear, sugar, and then a, like flav a flavor. A yes. flavor. And so that that being said, thank you, Matt. It's the worst because it's a shitload of sugar, which is going to make you hungover in itself. Yeah. It's low-grade alcohol, also contributes to the hangover. It's, it's grain alcohol. Yeah, it's like <laughs> artificial flavoring, going to make you hungover. Um, also was, I, you know, I'll admit, I was maybe drinking on a bit of an empty stomach. I also had a comedy show, like, right before that. I had back-to-back -back comedy shows, uh, so that was interesting. And since I was back on the sauce, I was feeling good. Uh, the drinks were going down smoothly. 
So that's that's kind of what contributed to my hangover. Uh, had to work the next day. Was trying to get some stuff done. Had somebody helping me, and like literally got like three things done. I'm like, okay, let's go grab some lunch. <laughs> I feel like hot garbage. I'm starving. I haven't eaten lunch since yesterday. Well, then we went to the local watering hole for lunch, and uh, you know they got a beer, and I was just like, you know, I'm that hungover where I'm ordering a water. Uh, at the bar for lunch when you know you're at the bar it's saturday hanging out usually just you know have a casual and not that's how hungover i was went home took a four-hour nap boot rallied fifth of soco had a good time after that but i also told somebody i took a four-hour nap and they're like well the whole afternoon route like you know wasted away i'm like no actually it was very much needed See, I'm a big nap guy, and people are like, oh, just wasting your time sleeping. It's like, fuck that. I Having a good nap is something that, like, I don't care if you don't take naps. It is one of my favorite things in life. Yeah, that was... It says a lot about my life. Well, and I, you know, there's certain types of naps, and I haven't had a hangover nap like that, obviously, in a while, so... Well, excuse me. What I will say is not going to take the drinks for granted. That's for goddamn sure. Like it's, it, you know, because you, you kind of get in your own own way sometimes. It's like every once in a while I just take a sip of the beer. It's like, ah, oh, man, yeah, it's like good to be back. You don't know what you have until it's gone. Yes, exactly. I'm just trying to be more grateful. Bunker, how much do you want for the Golden Goose? Dick Punch Rodeo of the Week? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, this is a new segment that I've introduced about how my week sucks. Um, I was going to talk about how I slammed my car, my hand, arm in a car door. Um, Already I, talked about that. But uh, I went to that art thing and the dinner sucked, so I didn't really eat dinner. So I uh, ate dinner at Lowe's. You ate dinner at Lowe's. Yeah. All right, we're going to need an explanation there. The hardware store did not know they had food. They don't even have complimentary popcorn, uh, which is a lost thing in the, in modern day. All hardware stores should have a complimentary bag of popcorn while you shop. It uh, just adds to the experience. Side note, shout out Brad. He just texted me. Had another kid. Wow, live on air. Yeah. Live birth. Uh, Yeah, so congrats, brad but i'm talking about how i ate at lowe's because i didn't could you focus on the task at hand um so i went to that shitty dinner and i get to lowe's because i there was a mouse i thought i could hear and so i went and bought some mouse traps and i'm like i'm starving i need something to eat i go to the checkout and see what lowe's has so i had cheetos Peanut butter M&M's and a Gatorade for dinner. Honestly, sounds great. It was not bad. What kind of Cheetos? Just a normal. I'm a big original crunchy Cheeto guy. Yeah, I mean, I love the crunchy Cheetos as well, but it is nice to, you know, switch it up with the puffs every once in a while. Yeah. And then you could put the puffs in your mouth like a mouth guard. Speaking of which, Matt got the studio a fresh jug of cheese balls. So... Look That's going to be fun battling. Yeah. Once you get started on those. Yeah. You went it, from pistachios to cheese balls, arguably like two of the most addicting snacks. But on a complete different spectrums. 
yeah pistachios you will eat those things until like your lips are chapped and and bleeding that's they're, how good they're they are. like they're pistachio people in life and they're cheese ball people in life and they're not the same type of people what do you mean i love them both that's why you're a serial killer <laughs> well matt <laughs> Might have to join the FBI with those investigative skills. Um, I did, I've watched every episode of Criminal Minds. Um, but as I was at Lowe's buying mouse stuff, I bought these mouse traps, which seemed enticing at the time, and I put them places in my house. Um, but reading the box, it kind of just seems like they're mouse feeding stations because they don't actually like, do anything. It's basically a place for the mice to go and eat something. You know what you can do for mice? Get a cat. My cat sucks. There's he a, literally your problem right there. I watched him see a mouse run across the floor, and he was like, "Damn, that thing's fast." Just tubby two shoes. Just like lifted its head to watch it go yep. by, and then just went right yeah. back to sleep. <laughs> um, We've all seen it. That doesn't make sense. Another DPR of the week: Dick Punch Rodeo. I was walking out of Sam's Club on Saturday after getting said cheese balls, and the Boy Scouts of America was setting up their popcorn table. Yikes. Now, mind you, in the past, they had, like, boxes of, like, microwavable popcorn, but they had bags of them. So I was like, okay, well, that can't... Were they complimentary while you shopped? No, they were sitting outside, and of course, some little dumbass kid comes up to me and says, Hey, sir, would you like to buy the popcorn? And I was like, I just look over and I see that they're the bags, and I was like, Sure. Thinking yeah. that they're like five bucks for a bag. No, not in this economy. $20 later. How big is this bake? I, ha I have it upstairs. I could run and grab okay, it. Okay, your, your run-of-the-mill grocery bag, it is how like, does it compare to it that? It is a normal size, like, Tostitos bag. A bag of chips. Yeah. Okay, so kind of close to the grocery bag size. Yes. $20? Yeah. What is that? We got to pay off lawyers or something? I, yeah, they do, and they file for bankruptcy. Like, a what do they got to get out of bankruptcy or something? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like no fucking. That is like the greatest thing ever because they have a dumbass kid come up to you and say, "Hey, would you like to buy some popcorn?" And I'm like, "Ah, fuck." Okay, and then you get up to the table, twenty dollars. Enough. Am I going to be like, oh, never mind, that's too expensive? Or, oh, never mind, no thanks, I'm allergic to popcorn. Well, just quick interjection, I went to a local liquor store, you know, trying to support local, and I got a 12-pack of uh, High Noons and went up to the counter thingy, and they rung it up, and it was like thirty two ninety nine, and I was just like, just had a big swallow in my throat, and I was just like... I'm not really in the mood to argue right now, so I'll just pay it. But then, thankfully, they discounted it down to like, I don't know, it was like 26 bucks. But I was definitely about to just pay. They could have been like $400. Yeah. Like, well, it's just <laughs> set me back here, but at least I'm having a few drinks. I today. know the liquor store you're talking about. I frequent it. It's not bad. It's definitely terrible pricing, though. 
Yeah, I learned that. I learned that the hard way. Uh, probably just going to support corporate America going forward. Yep. <laughs> well, you and me both. That's all <laughs> I got for DPR the week. Enough. Unless you have something, any bad things that happened to you this week? Yes, we talked about them right before the show, but uh, our listeners are not going to hear about that. We don't have the time, nor do I have the emotional capability right now to talk about it. Jordan has AIDS. <laughs> Actually got that cleared up. <laughs> Full. The cream works. <laughs> Tell magic. <laughs> dick punch rodeo. If you don't know what it is, just imagine getting your dick punch for up to eight seconds. I got a new antenna for my television. Game set. changer. It is. The antenna to get uh, your most, most basic channels is one of the best things you can purchase as a, an apartment, apartment slash homeowner, I guess. By a human being on this point. Thank you. You get 25 channels. Yeah, it's fantastic. And, you know, obviously it's college football season. It's NFL season. A lot of football this time of year. So Saturday mornings have really improved drastically. The fact that you can just turn on your TV at 11 a.m. local time and have that on for 14 hours and you'll constantly have football on. Unreal. It's amazing. And, well, and there's like channels that I because you get your Fox, your ABC, NBC, CBS, but you get these random ass channels. Like yes. there's, there's one that has like that 70s show on like, Oh, all laugh the network. Yeah. So I, I, I was in on a Saturday night taking it easy and obviously they're trying to get viewers. So they're putting their best shit out on Saturday night. Ace Ventura on Laugh Network. Un unreal stuff. I mean, it was when nature calls. I didn't want to mention mm. that, but it was still but, regardless. You know what? I'm Laugh out Network. on antennas now. <laughs> uh, they had the movie Tombstone on Grit Grit yep. Network or Grit, whatever. It's Grit called. has a lot of like West. randomly good like and like westerns. I feel there's one channel where I'm pretty sure it's just Little House on the Prairie. And that's fine. Yeah, it's like Pluto TV. I was just gonna say <laughs> Pluto TV, also great. It has a channel that is one hundred percent bar rescue, and I only like the beginning of bar rescue, like the first ten minutes where he just goes and fucking breaks everything. Oh, I love it. Yeah the the second half of bar rescue, it's okay. It's like oh, that makes me feel good. No, I want to see this whole business get destroyed. Yeah, I love when they uh, collapse. Uh, financially, mentally, and emotionally. Yeah, it's, I'm down $450,000. It's like, well, the normal person would have stopped at, like, 50000 But I used to go, like, oh, it's, like, it's five fifty nine. I turn on Pluto TV, watch that for 10 minutes, done. You know how uh, the new antenna makes me feel, Matt? We got a big day out there. Big one. We got a full moon. People are going to be amped. Had the all-star lineup on Saturday night, so I just really um, appreciate that. And then also, I just wanted to say, as you you know, you have your network, CBS, NBC, ABC, uh, so on and so forth, Fox. They have the most ridiculous shows, I've noticed. Uh, new shows, that is. They have this TV show called Snake Oil. Oh, with David Spade? Yes. Terrible show. I haven't watched it, but I just keep seeing commercials for it. You know, that comes with the yeah. local programming. Um, what's the whole... I'm trying to read the premise, because I didn't really care enough to it, even I look it up ahead of I thought it was kind of like the game Bullshit. Like, they, like, say a thing, and you have to see if it's, like, a lie or not. Okay, I'll just read the descript. 
A game show that shun. A game show that challenges contestants to choose a pair of entrepreneurs and learn about their extremely unique and often bizarre products through visuals. Um, and then a custom-made infomercial exclusively produced for the show and by quizzing the business representative themselves. With the help of their celebrity advisors, the contestants must then decide who is selling an authentic product and who is hawking a sham. Correctly guessing the real deal gives the contestants the chance to win life-changing money. Sounds ridiculous. I feel Why like is it I, called snake oil? I think because you're selling snake oil. That's like a thing they used to do in, like I think it was like ancient Egypt or something. They'd be like, yeah... They we extracted this oil from a snake and it was literally like water. Well, I'm just saying when you market it to a mouth breather like myself, you're like, what the fuck does snake oil have to do with reality TV game shows? I mean, as much as I like David Spade, I wish he would have died instead of Chris Farley. <laughs> wow. A uh, quick note. <laughs> God damn it! Man. I can't even fucking concentrate. Where the fuck is it? Have you ever watched Hole in the Wall? No. It's like they send this like thing coming towards someone, and they have to like morph their body to get through the hole in the wall, and they put some super fatos on it sometimes. <laughs> you motorboat son of a bitch, you old sailor, you. There was one time that it was like a freaking like pretzel thing they had to do, and it was this flat black guy, and the wall starts moving too. He's like, oh, hell no, and just gets trucked by it. It's great. I don't know. It's just modern television. Also, you can tell that um, they're, like, running out of good ideas. Slash ideas oh, just aren't working anymore because it's like, oh, what are the two, one of the two most, like, popular and successful, like, game shows kind of during the day? Price is Right and Jeopardy. Well, guess what they have now? Price is Right at night, Jeopardy at night. It's like, okay, so now we're just doubling down, like, Here's what works. We're just going to do more of it at a different time. Honestly, my favorite game show of all time, 1 vs. 100. Bob Saget hosted it. What the fuck does that mean? What's so, this show? So what it is is it's one person and there's a wall of 100 people that, like, they had geniuses, scientists on there, but, like, a lot of regular people, too. And so they would start out asking questions like, okay, for every person that doesn't get this right... And if you get it right, you get 500 bucks. And so they'd ask you a question and it'd be like pretty easy right away. But then you'd be like, okay, which one of the wall got it wrong? And then they're all eliminated. And then like those people get a limit. So I was like, now it's one verse 91. Which kind of reminds me of deal or no deal, which was a hot show when it came out. Which keeps like no, that takes no like skill. This is like a trivia show. So it's like, I kind of yes. like it, yes. but they had a uh, uh, Jennings. What's his name? Not Greg Jennings. Ken Jennings. Ken Jennings. He would be on there often. Like a lot of Jeopardy people would be on there. They'd be like, here's our three Jeopardy uh, experts. Like it was such a fun show. I don't know. I, I'm still a big fan of Price is Right. One of my absolute favorites. Uh, Jeopardy can be great, but you've really got to be locked in. Yeah. Like if you don't know what the each topic is ahead of time, you might as well just watch commercials. Or stare at a wall. Uh, but yeah, the new antenna game changer for uh, the weekend viewing. Then obviously I have football uh, all Sunday. How does Monday Night Football work? Is it on ABC now, like all the time? Are we I, gonna, don't, I don't If know. we're going to get cut off, like we're recording on a Monday right now, if I'm going to randomly get cut off from Monday Night Football, I'm not going to handle that very well. 
I would rather just know ahead of time, like, hey, by the way, we're not doing Monday Night Football anymore for the peasants who have rabbit ears. Um, yeah, I mean, I call into a local news station when they cut off the Notre Dame game for the NDSU games. Yikes. Um, usually I'm pretty drunk when it happens because Notre Dame's losing. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Do you need a tum? We got some right I here. already had some. That just went straight. you need an antacid? <laughs> Uh, elite gas station food, uh, North Dakota gas station, specifically on your way to Fargo. Great gas station food. Bismarck to Fargo. Um, without getting too specific, what kind or where and what kind so, of food are we talking here? Like just like good, not like your normal, like here's a hot dog. Like I had chicken cordon blue balls which I thought was really funny because it was ended with blue balls. <laughs> chicken cordon blue balls? Yeah, and it was basically a fried ball with ham and chicken and, like, some sauce inside. You undercook fish, believe it or not, jail. You overcook chicken, also jail. Undercook, overcook. There's a town of 150 people near the eastern side of the state that has a gas station that they make homemade pies, and they're unreal. I heard that from somebody and was told to stop in. I it, like I was going and who I was driving with they're like, "Oh yeah, I told this person to get me a banana cream pie." Cream pie. So Just a lot of, of your, get, get out of your yeah, system. I mean, uh, now that I'm saying like I didn't think about this, but blue balls and cream pie, there's a lot of things that are sexual about gas station food. What a hot older woman made you feel her cans? Stop crying like a little girl. Why don't you try getting jacked off under the table in front of the whole damn family and have some real problems? That's what that reminds me of. Yeah. I mean, it's just great food. Like, there's one that, like, you go and they have a smorgasbord of, like, things you can have. Great word. And, like, things like, there's a, like, I'm going to be honest, about 75, I would, like, percent of them I would never eat in my entire life. But, like, the 25. Yeah, I, I was just about to say, and you're talking about gas stations. Yeah. I was about to say they're... There are good ones, also bad ones, though, and I feel bad for... Honestly, the bigger the city, the worse the gas station. I would agree with that 100%. The, the poor tourists and travelers just passing through, they're like, you know, I got to take a shit. Let's go to this gas station. Hopefully they have good food. Uh, might be a little hit or miss game you're playing, but, yeah, I definitely know a few good ones. Um, also, just every town has a subway in gas station oh thank you the one i was in that i bought uh what did i buy that to? oh yeah like teriyaki chicken bites unreal wow. um yeah it really comes down to you know every place has a brand of like fried chicken or chicken tenders yeah it really comes down to that you know it's like who's serving up what <laughs> and it's usually like if they have a brand or if it's like a local brand that like brings in some of the food it's always just a single name and very white. It's like Corey's. Corey's chicken. Yeah. Corn dog's chicken. It's like, wait, is is it corn dogs or chicken? I'm confused. It, here's Jeff. Jeff chicken. Yeah, it's always that, but it's always good. Uh, My name is Jeff. It's Jefe, man. I'm hot in the soundboard today. Um, but I did, uh, what I was going to say is when I got those teriyaki chicken bites, 
I looked over, there was a subway in the gas station, and there was just four subway workers, no one working, and they were just sitting out at a table, just, like, talking to each other. Because no one wants to go to the subway when the food's so good in the gas station. Yeah, well, they probably, that's probably the result of getting a subway, like, connected. You know, it's a separate entity. They're probably just charging them a rent it's like, or it's a like lease fee. It's, like, six bucks to franchise a subway. Yeah, but that gas station is probably making money off of oh, just yeah. letting them be For there, sure. and they're like, "Okay, we'll just keep collecting rent from you guys." Also, we're gonna we're gonna up our food game as a competition. You know that's why capitalism breeds the best competition. May the best chicken win. <laughs> May the best white people from North Dakota know their chicken. They sure do. They're all the same, but they're all good. Yeah, they all it's show hard up. hard to fuck up fried chicken, if I'm being honest. They all show up on a f- frozen in some sort of food truck. Yep. Everybody's getting the same thing. They just call it different. So who knows? Um, something you could see at these elite gas stations with great food. Head into the bathroom. Uh, the bathroom wall graffiti, Matt. Wanted to bring this up. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to say, I was... The about bathroom wall graffiti, I would love to do it sometime. But who brings in a Sharpie yeah, into the toilet? That's a very good point. Uh, I feel like it's more up to happen, like, if you're on the can and you forgot your phone. And it's like, oh, well, I have a Sharpie on me. Let's go to town on the wall here. But I would say, Matt, and I noticed this, I would be more up to call if it says terrible time instead of good time. You know, it's like... For a good time, call this number. It's like, ugh, that's you, basic. It's, you, and, it's been and, overused. And they're fucking with that person. Yeah. For a terrible, terrible time, time. They're being honest. Yeah, like, I like I honest people. Yeah. Hey, if you want to have a mediocre time, hang out, maybe play some video games, jerk me off, put my name on the <laughs> number. Like, you're not going to get much. If you get Like, put my number on there, you're going to be disappointed. It's like, oh, where'd you uh, meet your significant other? Tinder at a bar? Technically at a bar. Uh, got the number <laughs> off the wall in the bathroom. Said call for a terrible time. Yeah, I was going through a bit of a depression, so I did call. Her name's Jennifer the Toilet Brown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the graffiti on the walls always keeping you entertained. What's, what's your favorite? Like th- saying or thing, if you had, if you remembered your sharpie on your way into the can and you're just feeling a little saucy, what would you write on the wall? Honestly, I like to do if I if I could. I've never done it, which is shocking because I've done a lot of dumb things. But I would put like a friend, like a close friend number, and from out of state, and I would put like. Dude, I was about to say the exact same yeah. thing. Wheelchair kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm, honestly, the same person you gave the wheelchair kid. I was thinking. Of I him, was thinking, and I too. was gonna be like, <laughs> "Need your lawn mode," because people would call that. Yeah, or uh, maybe it would just be like at NBNH podcast on every single <laughs> toilet stall. Uh, I mean, we could do we could test it out and see how it goes, but uh, yeah, maybe. You know how, like, there's wall ads, and, and there's a company in North Dakota that just, like, is very sexual with their wall ads. You probably know yeah. who I'm talking about. <laughs> just just preying on the drunk, horny dude taking a leak. Oh, my God. I forgot to tell you about this, but I was at um, the bar I go to every Friday for drinks, which I don't know why I thought 
I could do October when I go to a bar every Friday for two for ones. But I walked in in the bathroom and a guy was taking a piss and he had to pull his shirt up to like above his boiler and just hand against the wall and was going, oh, was it me? Was it? No, but no, this guy had a freaking cheeseburger locker on him. I don't know. I got fucking wasted last night. How big of a cheeseburger lock? How many cheeseburgers were in there? I'm saying like a, the one I sent you today. Oh, wow. That yeah, was a cheeseburger. That locker. was a 24 pack. This guy was a solid 10. Like, you know how people uh, will measure. He was wearing a polo too, which was really weird. Cause it was like pulled up and his polo was like. Yeah, but you got to get the boiler some air. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was pretty weird. We got locked eyes. You know how like you, uh, you know, people measure like their biceps, like twenty twos, or you know, the, the women they measure like their boobs and their waist and their hips and and what have you. Should we just bring out the? It's not measuring tape, but whatever you call it. If you're like a tailor, uh, I guess it is measuring. Dude, tape. I would win. Like no, no. Let's just go around to people asking them if we can <laughs> measure their cheeseburger. <laughs> And then we'll play the, the game where you pick the largest person in a social setting, and then we'll actually determine a winner with the measurement of the locker. I think it would be easier to get the fat person, because the fat person has to know they're fat. It'd be hard to get, like, the guy who kind of thinks he's skinny, but has just this whoop. And you're like, just, you, like, go up to one to measure them, and you're like, oh, my God, they fucking reek. And yeah. you walk away. Oh, you win. You're just <laughs> pregnant. Why are you in a bar? <laughs> Whatever, do whatever you want. Uh, yeah, the bathroom wall graffiti. You gotta watch out for it. Could always be interesting. Um, yeah, I would definitely throw our close friend under the bus, and I would offer something of value. Like also, it's like it's one of the only numbers I know by heart. Like I know like my family, but I would never do that to them. Actually, hindsight, I would probably do that to a couple members of my family. Well, I'd put like I don't know like. For the best nachos in town, call this. Or, like, free fantasy football advice. Does your team suck? Do you need advice? Here's a number. You got to get the people. We got to come up with something to get the people to actually call these numbers. Because similar to the wheelchair kid story, uh, which I don't know if I've told on the podcast, one of my better jokes, I would say, Um we need our friend that we're thinking of to like text or call us. And be like, dude, are you giving my number to random people? And it's like, the yes, dude, <laughs> yes, I am. This would be funny, but I should put his number. We'll call him Scott <laughs> <laughs> as my signature line at work. His cell phone number. <laughs> yeah, should we just change our number to his number? Yeah. Just bully him out of his number that he's had for, like for 20 years. We definitely should. Uh, Facebook Marketplace? Yes. What do we have this week? As you may or may not know, here on No Brains, No Headache Podcast, uh, we try to be mindlessly entertaining with uh, a few doozies from Facebook. Oh, my cheeseburger locker. I just looked at <laughs> yeah. this picture. This is the last one I sent you. <laughs> Guys, that guy has just <laughs> breathtaking... <laughs> Dude, his his face looks like a fucking hippopotamus, doesn't it? Look at it. it look I'm like a looking at a bigger version of it right now. Anyway, 
of Facebook Marketplace. There's always also it says doozies. he's grabbing a snack, but he's clearly grabbing another beer. <laughs> okay, Facebook Marketplace where we uh, look at Facebook shit. Okay, I think the bike decoration was the last one of the last ones. Uh, yep. Because so, it, it's it's been two weeks, we got quite a bit to get through. We'll run through them pretty quick. Uh, the first one I had sent to Jordan was someone posted on Bismarck Mandan reporting the news. Bismarck Mandan, North Dakota. Let's be very clear there. Rare opportunity on a small piece of well-cared property in the Winding Staircase National Recreation Area in eastern Oklahoma. I would be more bad, but I looked at this property, and it looks pretty sweet. Okay, I was wondering why we had this in there. Uh, but yeah, the the funny part is it is on the Bismarck Mandan page, and it's a property all the way down in Oklahoma, according to my numbers. Hodge in Oklahoma, where it is at, is one thousand one hundred and twenty nine miles away. Maybe they're trying to like hit on somebody to buy it. Uh, who's like, you know what I need to do? I need to get the fuck out of Bismarck. Uh- well, as far away as possible. Maybe they were hoping we would talk about it because we have had someone from Oklahoma on the podcast before. Oh, yeah, that totally justifies. Yeah, maybe they're like, those guys at NBNH who may be special needs are just going to talk about this. Maybe it was Tia who posted it. Uh, every time I see that, I'm like, oh, Tia. There was another one today that fell in. I need a two-bedroom apartment for $900 felons included i'm like yeah go to jail it's cheaper than 900 dollars. tia would roll over in her <laughs> grave if she saw this still very much alive not actually a person uh next order of business is a what they described as a parade car first of all don't need a parade car this looks to be I'm not really sure, Matt. I, I'm gonna Cadillac? Say, I'm going to say a Honda Civic. No, the front looks like, they the front front looks like a GMC Bonneville. Is that a car? It looks like a shitty car that they sawed in half, put a huge truck thing in the middle. Yeah. It has no roof, and the front of it is red with stars, and the back of it is white with stars. I'm just saying, in the NFL, if you were to carry the length of this parade car you'd have two first downs yeah this thing is well over it's like a limo that they just took everything out of except for the floor and then matt if you could zoom in for me uh the back side is blue and of course the front side's red but matt on the back side there does that look like there's just some like very small like poles supporting yep there is um or or then they still have the seats back there actually what i think it is i think it's straps holding it forward so it doesn't just and like lifting up the yeah. middle part because this thing is like four inches off yep. the ground and and they just have a random camper or a truck topper yeah. in the middle of it which like is that included because that that's maybe a couple hundred bucks and i mean i get it it's probably like small town north dakota but this thing is not legally safe to be on the road honestly if i had any sort of money and this podcast was doing a little bit better. <laughs> loser has like loser of a bet has to drive this as their daily driver for like a month. That would be a fantastic. The parade car, <laughs> which is essentially two different vehicles sawed in half with about a 20 foot extension, four inches off the ground. I don't know. Moving on. 
uh, in Central ND garage sales, um, AV posted a Norwegian chainsaw. Or, yeah, Norwegian chainsaw for $2. First of all, why do we have to go through the the work of posting something for $2? Did I send this to you? I think I sent it. Yeah, I was so mad. It, it's essentially a chainsaw handle that they took and welded a chain to the end of it so it's like a pun yeah and it looks yeah it looks like uh, yeah it's got the handle and then like the i don't know what you want to call it there's no blade on there and yeah this is this the whole fact that it's a norwegian chainsaw it's just like norwegian golf the yard game yeah. or like apparently the scandinavian countries are just <laughs> jokesters they're just fucking idiots they're just little rascals yeah. with their jokes uh my favorite part about this post is that it's clearly taken out of garage sale because you can see that there is an airsoft like uh not canister but clip for an airsoft gun yeah in, a single stack magazine yeah, for a very specific airsoft gun 20 dollars <laughs> what does anybody even airsoft anymore Jesus, and it has, yeah, oh my god, yeah, if you somehow get some guy in, like, Arikara, North Dakota, be like, oh, shit, I have this exact same airsoft gun. Damn, I needed that. Next yep. picture is of Steven Glansberg eating by himself. The next one, why don't you take it? Uh, right, wait, do you know yeah. what this one's about? Is it, is it from Cheeks? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, this lady has an awesome last name. <laughs> We'll call her Alyssa Cheeks. Um, posts a picture of a leaf blower. Looks like a pretty nice leaf blower, but just says missing accessories. But do you know, do you realize that she spelled accessories E X C E S O R I E S? Did you not notice that? I did. I was That's so, why I said I was it. so mad about the leaf blower. I didn't even notice that. That's why I said this, because she misspelled accessories. Honestly, that leaf blower doesn't look half bad. If but I'm confused. What kind of accessories do you need? It just plugs in the fact it's that, got the blower. The, but the thing you can do with Facebook Workplace, if you're willing to ship it, yeah, you can put it on there. This lady's going to ship a leaf blower for $35. Like, how much do you love meth? A lot. What does purchase protection mean? I don't understand Facebook I think it's like, because there's Facebook, like, pay or something. Yeah, uh, Facebook Marketplace is a cash market. The uh, next one you sent me, I'm pretty sure I like right away. I was like, "Why is someone selling pocket pussies?" Uh, well, it it would make sense because the name on here is Vaginova. <laughs> you notice that? I did not. Vaginova, not even selling, just giving away free paper tubes. What the fuck are these anyway? I thought there were straws in the top of them. I think that one point they held straws, like they were straw holder canister thingy. It's like this lady is either selling pocket pussies, is a moron, or is she selling got the pussy. Yeah, or selling stuff to make pipe bombs. No idea. All right, I I'm just, gonna, I just, the whole fact is like, why are you just? Here's, here's an idea. Judging by throw the look, it away. Yeah, judging, recycle it. Judging, it's a paper tube. Judging by the look of her hand. I'm going to say this lady is like six foot three. Yeah. I mean, unless it's the angle of the picture, long fingers, red flag. Moving on, we have Bismarck people reporting news. Why don't you take this one? Oh, Jesus. 
serious question. Where do you people play street ball besides the YMCA? Used to play when I lived out of state and wanting to get back into it. Well, Bryce. Uh, First of all, we're approaching middle October. Yep. Street ball, not great in that sense. And, and noon ball at the Y is usually a bunch of old dudes. sprinkled in with some like 25 year olds i don't know what you're trying to get at because no one's like hey gonna head down to this basketball court play some street ball it does not happen in this climate yeah that one um was interesting do not play street ball around here but yeah i think that person who should have just commented help him said noon ball don't you have a burner account? We should we should help these people with the burner account. I could get Martin on social the media vigilante. I've actually started commenting on some of them. Uh, some lady asked what the best way to get to the airport because Lyft and Uber are not great in the mornings, and I just said ask a friend or go to sports page, get blackout drunk, and then walk there and then sober up for two hours outside. I think if you get drunk enough at sports page, they'll just drive you over. Yeah. Big fat tip. The bartenders need a SIG break anyway. Gonna hop in the van that reeks like SIGs. Hasn't changed motor oil in a while. And our final social media post here has nothing to do with Marketplace. Um, This is the Inn Forum. So is that a North Dakota-based uh, they own like entity. every every major newspaper article, and except for the Tribune. They said, "Who will start at quarterback for the Bears? Can NDSU offensive line get on track?" Which is fine, decent headline, gets you intrigued. Then they used a picture of Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Jail can't fix stupid, uh, and that's our Facebook marketplace portion of the show checking out the cheeseburger locker that matt sent to me fantastic mini helmet fantasy football this is how we end the show but before we get into it uh maybe we should talk about our a our fantasy football team the nbnh team and also the mountain dogs okay uh i actually did write that in the notes which is dumb that i tried to jump into it but (laughs) nbnh team is on the board and we did it in the most nbnh fast like way were we owen four uh yes really (laughs) Shows how much I care about the team. Yeah. Well, we had a conversation, and it was either Michael Thomas or George Kittle before. Yeah, I was thinking that and, while and, I was watching and, the game. And we both were like, you know what? Let's ride with Michael Thomas. George Kittle did not touch the football without scoring a touchdown in his game. Well, and then the funny thing is you asked me what we should do, so I gave my opinion, and then you were like, yeah, but and I was like, okay, then go with what you yeah. feel. Like, don't uh, just next time, just don't ask me. I don't yeah. know if you know this. I'm not great at fantasy football. Well, neither I've am lost I. Lost my year. intuition. Yeah, every person I draft gets hurt. But we got on the board. We scored the second least amount of points in the league. Nice, same record as the Vikes, yeah. one and four. Uh, yeah, my Panthers are gonna get. They're thinking about joining the ACC, so... That's nice. That'd be cool. I think we'd be, like, a middle-of-the-road team. But it would make more sense if the Carolina Panthers joined, like, the Pac-12, because it doesn't make sense, and that's what college football yeah, realignment yeah, you know does. What? Pa- yeah, Pac-12 needed teams, so the Carolina Panthers just dumped the NFL, went back to college. 
But, yep, we're on the board. Now nice. we go. Cooper Cup is back. Nice. Saquon's coming back. Is he? Probably not next week, <laughs> but Deontay Johnson's still riding on the IR. Pick Ugh. of the year. He might be coming back. Yeah. Joe Burrow learned how to throw the football. T. Higgins didn't even play this week. Like, upside-wise. Who did we play? A team that scored 81 points? Yeah. Okay, they scored that's, 76. That's what you need to win in fantasy football. And we didn't crack 100. So, I mean. Perfect. How are the Mound Dogs? How did we end up? So, those latest, uh, the Mound Dogs were in the championship round. And uh, sad to report that. We did not come up with the championship. Um, so I gave it my all. We gave it our all. The Mound Dogs is your team as well as mine, okay? We share that. Uh, the loyal listeners here, they're part of the squad. I've always said that. Uh, I think what I'm learning, though, is try to not recreate the 2016 Cubs because I had Ian Happ, Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, and Kyle Schwarber on my team, which is not great. Uh, the most embarrassing part was so how it works. I had two weeks, 14 days. You get one acquisition per day. I used up all 14, and the person I was playing used like six or seven. Yeah, that's a dick punch rodeo. But they had uh, Matt Olson, Ronald Acuna, uh, like what's his name, Bobby Witt Jr., I believe he played for the Royals. Royals, and he was just super good. Yeah, Bobby Witt Jr. is a shortstop for the Royals. Some of the best you know the the all these guys lead categories in the MLB and that just goes to show how good this team is ran into the juggernaut the crazy part is it's a two week thing at the end of week 1 i actually greased out a 6 to 5 to 1 victory and then i ended up losing 2 to 10 so <laughs> with the second week of the championship wasn't great uh lost it but the mound dogs uh took a second place finish and it was a fun season, kept me occupied. Too bad we didn't come away with the victory, but I just want to give everybody an update on the Mound Dogs. Uh, we'll be back next year. So I'm going to start my research now. Yep. Um, I just want to say about N, uh, Mini Helmet Fantasy Football that I take it on what I like to call the uh, archives of it, and it's just a notebook. Um, someone wrote, NBNH number one fan was here with a heart. Um, after a comedy show, when the bar closed, I essentially stood up on a table and said, anyone that wants to come to my house can come hang out. So whoever came from the bar, I won't look at the, okay. on there. Okay. I know exactly who that is. I think it's Caitlin. It's gotta be Caitlin. Yeah. That's what I was Caitlin. Thinking. If you're listening, the, yeah. Cause no one, thank really, you for the note. Really? I needed that. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I needed that. No one really else. Likes I'm having the a show, dick so. punch rodeo of a day. <laughs> I would share it on the podcast. I just don't think it's yeah, that entertaining. Yeah, it's not really entertaining. It's more sad. Look kind of like my life. I mean, it's fun watching actually, you blow up. But. Actually, this is a dick punch rodeo of the week. So we took week five off. Classic but, mini helmet fantasy football. But week we didn't start till week five last year, so fucking <laughs> figure your shit out. Um, Jordan had Tua, Jerome Ford, Keenan Allen, Zach Ertz. They scored 46 points. Matt had Christian McCaffrey, who scored 48 points. Mm, so you're saying I lost. Yeah, I had 89 points. I had my tight end had one point. DJ Moore had 27. I if I Who's had, your quarterback? Uh, Kirk Cousins had 13. This was the Carolina game. 
Yikes. Um, but yeah, I mean, not much to write home about. So I didn't, we're tied two two. I didn't beat the record for most points. I did take out the Monday night and bye weeks. Uh, Monday night is Chargers versus the someone Steelers, maybe. It's Packers and Cowboys, I think, that have a bye. There's 28 teams in it. I go first. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. Why don't you explain Mini Helmet Fantasy Football super quick? Mini Helmet Fantasy Football is we put all these things in this huge-ass sock. If you're watching on YouTube, my nose itches. And we draft quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. You can pick any one you want as you go, but you can only have one of each. And we go off normal CBS Sports fantasy scoring. Whoever wins. Usually a doozy. Uh, Last year we didn't start till week five. That wasn't a joke. Yep. I didn't even look in the hat this time, so I get the Jaguars. God. It's not bad. I'll go uh, Travis Etienne. Love it. Also, I did not spell that name right. He's having a good year. Yeah, and Jordan I got, Cle- ooh, I got the Bills. Yeah, clearly looking in the bank. Dude, it collapsed as I was. Yeah, and I'm Anne Frank. Um, I don't know why. I just kind of want to look up the schedule here. Sorry if this is. It might be quick to yeah. just look on my phone here. The Bills are actually on a bye, but. So the Bills play. They're coming off a loss. Oh, they play the Giants on Sunday Oh, night my God. 78-0. to zero. Give me Josh Allen. He's starting to warm up. Starting to heat up a little bit. Bills is that's a tough pick. I mean, you have, I guess I w- I would I would have gone Diggs, but I think wide, Josh rece- wide receiver is... is deeper than quarterback. I got the Bucks, so not a lot to write home about there. I'm gonna go with Mike Evans. Okay, solid pick. I'm only gonna draft the guys' names that start with an E. And then I got the Giants. Great. So uh, both my teams are playing Sunday night football. Fuck. You know what? I, I have it up here. No, um, I, I know. I have a, an idea of who I want. It show. says here you're fucked. Yeah, give me uh, Darren Waller just yep. because, of course, I benched him in my own fantasy team, had the best week of his season so far. All right, quarterback and tight end I have left, and you have running back and wide receiver. So looking better for you. Oh, thank you. Uh, the Niners, and I can't get CMC. So, but if you would have, CMC would have been picked every single week. Yep. I'm going to take George Kittle. Ooh, and I got the Bengals. I have wide receiver open. Wide receiver and running back. Uh, why don't you give me Jamar Chase, hoping to build off a huge performance last Dude, week. Dude, this is about as even as you can get. Because your tight end sucks. And that's about Dude, it. I picked the Giants, man. What do you want me to do? You know you just pick a tight end when you just want to like Oh, four my feet. God. My quarterback is Mac Jones. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that's Armageddon. Okay, I have running back left this Oh, boy. I don't even know if Mac Jones is starting this week. That's how bad he's been. The Browns. God damn it. Kareem Hunt or Jerome Ford? Kareem Hunt knows the playbook now, I guess. Uh, 
Give me Jerome Ford, I guess. Fuck. Had a decent team going into that pick. You take Nick Chubb. I could. Uh, opting not to. Thank you for the offer, though. Uh, go through our teams real quick right. and wrap J- up the show. Jordan, quarterback, Josh Allen, Jerome Ford, running back, Jamar Chase, wide receiver, Darren Waller, tight end. I had Mac Jones, Jesus Christ, uh, running back, Travis Etienne, Mike Evans, wide receiver, and George Kittle, tight end. I would say they even out. I, don't yep. have, I have no idea who's going to win This might one. be the closest matchup of the year. The closest one so far was 10 points. So, 10-point differential? Yep. Fantastic. That's our show for this week, episode 172. In the bag, now we're on to 173 next week. In the meantime, Matt, what can our listeners do to get more in touch with No Brains, No Headache Podcast? Follow us on social media at NBNH Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok and YouTube, and if you want to leave us a review or a rating on Spotify or Apple, we'd greatly appreciate it. Also, I'm kind of drunk right now. And thank you to our viewers on YouTube. Check out No Brains, No Headache podcast on YouTube. Thank you for watching there. Episode 173, up next. This is a freestyle to the top of the dome. Here we go. Can I do it again, 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 again? Do it only once Again, 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 again Do it only once I go down that river slow To the place I shoot like Carmelo I'm living my life and we go hard Floating on the river in a party barge And I see you on a sea dude Your shirt was white and it was see-through Please use your spray, no mosquitoes Every time you found me, it's a free throw Hey girl, why you calling?